For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, hey, hey there, Chunkies. It's Carter here, the guy that you're normally hearing on your Mondays and Tuesdays, but uh, you're going to hear a different voice on this one. You're going to wish you saw the face of this voice, but this was one of our uh, original members. This was David. Uh, David left the podcast because David had a baby and those kind of things happened. But here's the twist. That baby is me. So enjoy this wonderful podcast with Jordan, Doge, and my dad. And uh, I hope it's super. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. If you want to be the first to know when we drop new episodes, subscribe to us on the iTunes store. Here's the show. All right, I'm going to hit the timer and start it, okay? All right. We comfortable with that? We're comfortable. Are we silly now? <laughs> I, I feel silly. <laughs> <laughs> laugh till it's I real. Feel silly. Fake, fake oh, laugh till so it's real. Silly. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. Okay, let's do it. Here we go. You ready? Yep. All right. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks in a Hunk. This is our movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. I am Jordan Wonders and I will be your chunk for the week. I'm Doge and I am your chunk and spice latte. My name is David and I am Punk Goes Hunk tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's you. Or today, whenever you're watching. Whenever you want to watch it. And uh, we are live at the Alamo Draft House, the only place that you need to watch movies. We were here last night talking about the movie we're talking about today, which is Justice League. And uh, our lawyers on staff at Two Junks and a Hunk, (laughs) our uh, full-time lawyers that we have. (laughs) Uh, recommended that we read this. So Alamo Draft House does not endorse Two Chunks and a Hunk, and the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of Two Chunks and a Hunk, LLC, TM, and do not necessarily reflect Alamo Draft House. That's true. Between but you and me, would. Chunkies, we are the official podcast of Don't Alamo do Draft that. House. We legally are not. Legal? For sure, we definitely the absolutely law are not. is not real. But, this falls under podcast law. But what we do want to say is a huge, enormous thank yes. you to Alamo, Draft, you, House Alamo Draft House for allowing us to film in their lobby and annoy all of their use customers. all of your facilities, <laughs> toilet, bathrooms. I use your everything. bathroom twice. Basically the bathroom. Yeah, that's thanks the for your bathroom. Basically the bathroom in the lobby is essentially what we're allowed if to do. If you're listening, here. that's where we're filming right now. We are in <laughs> Install in the three, bathroom. make sure you do not <laughs> come find us. <laughs> but knock first. We've got a cool prize. It's poop. <laughs> so, uh, poop anyway. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, since we know that we are talking about Justice League, I'm going to kick this bad boy over to my good friend Doge, Doge for a summary. All right, guys. Before I get started on this summary, I do need to make it a point to say... If you care about spoilers, if that's something that's just a big deal in your life, if you go throughout your day wanting to avoid things being spoiled, then why are you watching or listening to this? W- please watch Justice League Turn before it off. you watch our show. Pause go watch this. Justice League. Pause this right now. Come back. Go buy tickets at Alamo Draft House to see the Justice League <laughs> yeah. film, yep. and then come back and listen. Mm. That being said, let's spoil some movies. Let's begin. <laughs> okay. Justice League opens up. Oh. 
I feel so bad. There are people in line right now. Yeah, there, there are people, are people, people in line right now. And we're about to ruin their we're gonna lives. We're going to talk very quietly. Yeah, so, so Doge is going to summarize Justice very quietly begins. for this part. Justice League begins. <laughs> Justice, we left Justice League starts off with uh, Batman. And I'm just going to give like a real general log Yeah, line. I think that's a good okay. call. Um, as you know, if you've watched the trailers, people in line, um, Justice League begins with Batman and Wonder Woman working mm-hmm. together put, to put together a team of metahumans mm-hmm. um, because Steppenwolf, a big old computer-generated pile of pixels, <laughs> has arrived on Earth, <laughs> and he's ready to take over the planet and transform it into the, what does Wonder Woman say? Uh, the hellish landscape of Apocalypse or something also, crazy like that. Also, real quick, is this the third DC movie about terraforming? Yeah. That's what bad guys do. <laughs> they just <laughs> change the planet. I don't know what bad guys you're thinking of, but well, they see, terraform. They're building up to this whole, like in Justice League like 6, the villain is a guy named Terraformer. Terror. <laughs> and his, he's trying to turn the whole entire universe this into... This is Terror-Former. It's, it's actually it's actually XX Terraformer XX. It's his MySpace profile. And it's a, it's a, actually a Transformers crossover. It's actually going to be that. really cool. Terraformers. The Look for that night. in 2029. <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's Justice League without uh, ruining the lives of people that are in line buying tickets. At <laughs> Respectfully this, at this so. Wonderful, wonderful Respectfully theater. So. <laughs> so now we can start going through this movie. Yep. Yeah. So I want to open up with uh, how this movie opens up, which is a uh, an iPhone recording from probably a ten year old uh, filming Superman, Man of Steel, sometime before he died. We're yeah. not sure when. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, "Hey, Superman, uh, <laughs> what's your favorite thing about Earth?" <laughs> And and not only, you know, because I, I actually, I, I can understand <laughs> Superman being that, like, hello, kids. Like, yeah. that's pretty, pretty typical Superman. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, the first shot of the movie, I was like, what's wrong with Superman's face? Dude, his yep. mouth was disturbing. So. I don't know what was that. I mean, I know that. So he had a mustache yeah. that he was contractually obligated <laughs> to keep for to keep for Mission Impossible. I, right? I researched. Was that. it Mission yeah, Impossible? Yeah. Okay. The new Mission Impossible. Well, thanks, Mission Impossible. Spoiler: I guess he had a mustache. <laughs> um, I didn't want to know that. <laughs> I, that was the twist of the movie. I wanted to find out on my own. <laughs> yeah. So that's. Um, it was actually for reshoots. So like they shot the whole movie. He was clean shaven. Grew a, a just a gnarly stash yeah. for Mission Impossible. Yeah. And then for reshoots, uh, which they did earlier in 2017, like mid-2017, he was rocking just that full-on mouth brow for Mission Impossible. Is that why is that why during the middle scenes of the movie he looked relatively normal? Yes. Because I was waiting to be disturbed yeah. at that point. And then uh Yeah, there were certain scenes that yeah. he looked it looked like in a video game when you're when you're Game lags when it's yeah. a line comes down. And yeah, yeah. Ooh, it like rippled his face. <laughs> yeah. It was so yeah. weird. So, uh, and then not only does this scene, it, it had a little bit of like a, it felt a little bit like Spider Man Homecoming. To I me. would say it felt a lot a bit like <laughs> Spider Man yeah. Homecoming. I, th- well, I think that this scene probably was birthed for because it was clearly a reshoot because of the lip. Yeah. So my guess is since it was added so late, the thought was like, hey, you know what? A good way to just start the movie right is. Remind them of another movie that they definitely liked better than this movie. By association, they'll be like, I don't know why, but I love this scene. So far, this is great. (laughs) Well, and and to me, the worst part of that scene is it does not come back at all in the movie. Never once. There's no reference to it. He literally, the kid's literally like, Superman, what's the greatest thing about Earth? And Superman like puts his fists on his hips, smiles (laughs) off to the left, 
and then the movie they, begins. And he's starts. about to answer, and they cut, and yeah. you're like, oh, at some point in the movie, he's going to be like, what's my favorite thing about Earth? The hope that I see in humans. Or the, like, like naked the people. Lip. Something. <laughs> or, or just like churros. Man, I can't get enough of those he's cinnamon like, sugar those, babies. How about those chimichangas? Bob Ross, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it literally doesn't come back to the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, never it, once. There's, there's no purpose. There's no it. reference. Nope. There's no callback, nothing. And to me, I left wondering, what does he love about Earth? <laughs> yeah. But and that's gonna, why I give this movie know. a negative two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so we go from there into uh, essentially uh, maybe five minute snippets of every Justice League member. Yeah. And either introducing them to us for the first time or kind of introducing to what they're doing now. Man, like this, vibing on this them a movie bit. absolutely mm-hmm. crawls through the first 45 minutes because they have to go through and set up all of these. They have to like begin these character arcs that should have taken place in movies yeah. before this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like there's a reason we don't start Avengers in the 1940s with Steve like doing his super soldier thing and then we don't immediately cut to Tony being abducted by a terrorist. Yeah, like, we've know, had like, we've had set up for the these people. Has been late, we exactly. already care about them. Well, and well, I, oh yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no. no. Uh, what I was what I was thinking about on the way home was they kind of tried to do what Black Panther was in Civil War, yeah. which is bringing a, a character that's going to have a solo film later, but bringing right. him into the mix now. But they tried to do it with like four different people. They tried to do yeah. it with four different in, main characters. Yeah. Black Every Panther character. was not the main character. Correct. Yeah, exactly. He was kind of just on the side, like, who is this guy? Like, yeah. we don't know anything about him, but we know enough to know that he has a vendetta against uh, Bucky. Yeah. But that's like saying, uh, we've never met Iron Man before, but let's introduce He's him gonna in lead Civil it. War. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm totally with you. Yeah. Well, but it would also be like, if... Avengers was the fourth movie that Marvel made. Yeah. yeah. Introducing barely any characters <laughs> in those four. But yeah. what I will say is, and I'm just going to go ahead and do it right now. My super pump is actually the first like eight minutes of this movie. Is it after the Batman it. opening. It's just, the, it's kind of everybody's opening. I thought was pretty cool. Like a good introduction to a lot of the people, uh, but specifically Batman's opening just yeah. on that rooftop. Um, just when the, when kind of the old Danny Elfman theme played, um, yeah. and it, you know, he was across the way standing on essentially a gargoyle. Yeah. I, I did for a moment. I had a moment where I was like, are they going to do it? Like, are they going to, are they finally going to get this right? Um, and I spoilers, they don't, but, uh, that opening scene was just very cool. Yeah, it felt and like so a live action. Reflection. Yeah. His reflection in the window I, and he's and on the gargoyle. I don't know if like it's a good or a bad thing intense. that from the opening scene, because of it, I was really expecting to like that movie because I think what that did is despite my best efforts in that opening scene, it really skyrocketed my hopes. Yeah. No, and, I, I, uh, took, I took it as this is going to be another cool scene of Batman. Yeah. It's not going to go into any off. part of the movie. Yeah. I'm just a dreamer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I want to I I talk about each one of their openings. Yeah. yeah. So when you... I, I thought Batman's opening started really well. It felt like Arkham Knight. It felt like Arkham City. Yeah, 100%. It, it felt definitely like did. that's Gotham. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's, I thought they nailed Gotham. They that's did, exactly yeah, right. Gotham was great, and Batman just being terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just this, like you said earlier, like there's just that shadow that you're like, he's behind me right now. Yeah. Like, I know he's behind me right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, But uh, the fight scene continues. He starts beating up on this just kind of random criminal, I think. And was his goal to... Invoke fear to the criminal. Yeah, he was using that guy as bait. Yeah, to draw the parademon. To draw the parademon. Yeah. Okay. So he's drawing the parademon, and then he basically jumps in the parademon, has a a fight in flight. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going around, and literally in that moment, I thought Bruce Wayne's about to wake up somewhere. 
It's going to be a dream sequence. It's going to be a dream sequence. <laughs> yeah, 100%. absolutely. Because he's yeah. flying around and I'm like, gosh, he's going to wake up on a desk somewhere and I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna leave <laughs> this movie. Just another... <laughs> Just one of those. Well, I have conditioned us to believe that. Yeah, they have. Yes, they I really have BVS PTSD. <laughs> BVSD. <laughs> yes. And honestly, when he, when he didn't wake up, disorder. I was like lost for a second. I was like, wait, what? I'm Now I'm not tracking oh, with the real? plot. Yeah. yeah. By the way, did we stop and mention that uh, Alamo Draft House gave us face tattoos, which oh, were yeah. super... By the way, <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I looked in the mirror, and my first thought, as it is every day, is, dude, you got some bland cheeks. Like, <laughs> those are boring. Nothing's going on. Like, who cares about those suckers? But let me tell you something. Draft House hooked it up. And so, now I'm dope. Superman, Teardrop, uh, that's an O2. Suicide Squad's Joker. I almost wrote damaged on my forehead as well. <laughs> yeah. If you Sorry, guys are Mom. watching, if you're watching the video feed, you may notice that I don't have a <laughs> face tattoo. And that's because this is not a joke. I'm allergic. Um, <laughs> my skin, no, I really am. My skin is very sensitive. No, uh, it's like a pristinely oiled machine. <laughs> and even one serious? grain of sand. I'm dead serious. <laughs> this is not a joke. You, you had a rough childhood, didn't you? Yeah, it was really hard. <laughs> How did you go to carnivals? I didn't. I never celebrated. Oh, what? <laughs> what are those? A carnival who? <laughs> so this is a show about the Justice League, ostensibly. So any, any more thoughts about Batman before oh, we go to the next? Lots, I loved, I loved that opening scene of Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't love Batman throughout the rest no. of this movie. No, yeah. he... he are we going to stay on Batman or do we want to go through the rest of the opening? Yeah, so let's go to the next opening. Okay. So now we go to Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman who uh, there is a, an, is it an art gallery, a museum? It's a museum, a I think. Museum. Yeah. And uh, these terrorists. Oh, or was it a bank? Well, I'm it was a not building sure. With he, people. And, and it was he a wanted building. to blow up four blocks. Is yeah. what they said, right? And he was like, and it's going to change the <laughs> world. Goes, oh, we're going back to the dark ages. I was like, guys, it's four blocks. I don't it's think they thought this tiny little bomb. <laughs> We're destroying four blocks and we're sending the entire world back to the dark ages. I was like, is this their leader? Those are four load bearing blocks I on guess society. So. Just they were expecting a, uh, just a drop it's, it's in the city, like is my only guess. He's terrorism. never left Paris. He does not know <laughs> we, geography. We are given we are given in this moment a a Wonder Woman that for some reason is more Batman than Batman is. Yes. She's like scoping it out and she's doing like reconnaissance and she's up in the root, the rafters. And as soon as she dropped that lasso and pulled up to the ceiling, yeah. I I out loud was like, oh, you got to be kidding yeah, me. That's yeah, that's Batman. That's Batman. Yeah. And they were just like, let's just let, let's well, let Wonder Woman take that instead. Batman, but then she was Flash. She was everything. Yeah. Uh, which, she is the I'm Justice sorry. League though. When did she have super speed? Like I get that she's fast. Well, here here's but another thing. That, you realize she... She blocked a machine gun. If you remember, though, from every her shot. Every, every shot. Every shot. And, it wasn't, film. and I, I can see her blocking. Like, she has great reflexes. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can get on board with but that. But she was, like, moving no, no, across. She, yeah. She, it, the camera went super slow motion. The only thing that we're missing is electri- electricity well, going everywhere. And that's, if you remember that's, from her solo film, though, Wonder Woman's greatest superpower is the ability to do whatever the plot. Yeah, whatever the story needs Wonder Woman to do at yeah. that point, yeah. that's what she's going to... Well, And that's actually something that, uh, that I'm going to give a dump right now. It's not my super dump, but I'm going to give a dump right now. Yeah. The powers in this movie are the most inconsistent thing that I've seen. Yeah. It seems like everybody's greatest strength is whatever is necessary in the moment, even if that's not yeah. really in their uh, like repertoire of things yeah. that they should be good at. Yeah. And uh, for instance, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and talk about it right now. The scene with the Amazons, this DC universe just can't decide if the Amazons all have superpowers or if it's just Wonder Woman. Yeah. Because there's an entire army of Amazonian women who are not Wonder Woman, 
that are jumping like a quarter mile out into this field and blocking bullets and doing these insane feats of strength. And then two seconds later get crushed to death by a horse yeah. when they were just holding like a boulder yeah. a second ago. So there's no, there's just no consistency. I get changing things to change things, but yeah. when you're just like, eh, right now though, I don't think that's what we're going to do. You can't build a universe like that. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're actually approaching my super dump for this movie. Okay. Do you want to get there now or do you want to wait on it? Uh, let's talk about, are we going to talk about the Amazons? We're going to talk about that scene? Yeah, it, well, is, is the next opening, isn't it Flash? Did it jump to Flash already at that point? I think so. Okay. I, think yeah. they, I think they okay. gave everybody an opening yeah. first. Let's talk okay. about Flash. So Flash's opening, I'm actually kind of forgetting. It's him uh, going. Is it just him with his it's dad? It's just him with his dad. Yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. even show powers, I don't it think. It doesn't? Uh, not that I remember. No, he draws really fast on that guy's face. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. That was, I, <laughs> that I, was like funny. That I did laugh at that. But I think the Flash. Except why was there no lightning? The Flash gets like one tenth of a pump from me because <laughs> and then nine tenths of and a then dump. nine tenths of a dump because like w- literally one out of every ten jokes that the Flash did. I completely agree. Landed for me. I completely agree. Well, for, there, were, there were a couple times I was like, <laughs> nice, and no, then the rest I, not so much. I, I actually really like the Flash. I'm going to give a pump in the Flash. Oh, I, so this is your favorite okay. movie? <laughs> <laughs> this is your favorite movie of all time? <laughs> I'm going to go out and say it, guys. Uh, no, I like the Flash because the way that I looked at him was uh, almost uh, like a uh, sociopath, uh, a... Uh, oh, sorry, you're thinking, of the, you're thinking of the Joker. That's my fault. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, you know, someone who has like Asperger's who does not understand social situations. It, it did yeah, seem yeah. so slow. It did seem as though as though they really wanted us to understand that like um, socially he he didn't really mesh with people very yeah. well. Yeah, it felt like they were just like, have you guys seen Community? This is this our is Abed. Abed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it also felt like they were like, but have you also seen Civil War? Because it's, it's also kind of it's like it's if like Abed a- was Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I think I, I enjoyed that, and I liked that that character development. And I I struggle to say character development. <laughs> I liked the idea of step him, one, yeah, of him being yeah. uh, every aspect of him being fast. Yeah, not just his no, speed, I get that. and like his metabolism, how he has to eat all yeah. the time. When, yeah, he, yeah, when yeah. he said like he was like. a black a black hole for snacks, and then said he was a snack hole, I did laugh. <laughs> that was yeah, very that was funny. funny. I did giggle, <laughs> yeah. like straight up, no joke, giggled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Flash. Let's go on to Cyborg. Okay. I have a huge problem with Cyborg's Same. introduction because Cyborg's introduction is him just like standing in his hoodie and you can see like the, the electronic components of him glowing underneath. In the chest. Because but we saw him in BVS. That's exactly yeah, what I'm saying. That scene in BVS where he gets his powers from the mother box, that belongs in this movie yep. because this movie should be Cyborg's arc. Yeah. Like it should be Cyborg getting... Uh, it, it should be tra- Hulk from from Avengers, transformed against his will by this mother box, yeah, and yeah. then having to deal with like, no, I have to go in again. I have to interface with the mother box again. Spoilers yeah. to defeat Steppenwolf. Yeah, yeah. I thought he should have been a more central role. Yeah, and I thought we should have seen him really like. I think they gave it to us a little bit, but disconnected from society, yeah. depressed, yeah. and then realizing he is the key. Yeah, and this happened. Not on purpose, but at least there's a purpose behind it. Imagine an alternate and and save the day. Yeah, an alternate universe in which Superman doesn't die at the end of BBS, and this movie is uh, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and Aquaman fighting Steppenwolf and the Parademons, and he realizes that he he is like they are unable to do that. And then all the while, they're getting another blip of the same kind of energy signature as the Mother Box, and like crap, we've got to go find who we now know to be cyborg yeah. and we've got to convince him to help us <clears throat> to help us. Yeah. Well, so here's, here's another big thing for me. And it's since we brought up Steppenwolf, I, I will just go ahead and say it. Um, besides the CGI, obviously we could touch on that all day. Yeah. Um, 
uh, it's the CGI is kind of part of my overarching super dump for this movie, but I'll, I'll get there eventually. But Steppenwolf as a character, his whole thing seemed to be um, I left and then decided that I would w- one, one day come back uh, when like darkness reigned supreme. So he waited until Superman died for darkness to reign supreme. Yeah. My question is, if this battle was thousands of years ago, why didn't he just show up before Superman ever existed in the first place? Yeah, why yeah. did he wait until like the year and a half where Superman operated on Earth? Then he died to be like, now it's dark enough. He was yeah. about to go. And, and Superman and and he was like, oh, he was like, I was ready. I was ready. I yeah. packed a lunch. I packed a lunch and everything. I was ready. I got grapes. I had grapes ready. I, I was confused while we're on Stephen Wolf. Is that Stephen Wolf? Stephen Wolf. Stephen Wolf. Like Stephen Wolf. Like Stephen up. Stephen on a wolf. wolf. <laughs> okay. So Stephen Wolf. Uh, I was confused on why he kept calling mother. Like it, those are mother boxes. That's what they're called. I get that. But so Darkseid is a mom. Yeah. I was I was asking, yeah. is Darkseid a woman? What do we know about this DC universe? Mothers reign supreme. Yeah. Moms are the only important thing. <laughs> All these if Martha mom, boxes yeah. in this movie. Mar- yeah, they originally were called Martha boxes, <laughs> but they had to change it because that's stupid. Because he was yeah. always like, I'm coming to you, mother. And I was like, is that Darkseid? I think he is. Yeah, I genuinely think he's talking about Darkseid. No, I think he's talking about the boxes themselves. Well, I he's trying to un- unleash Apocalypse. He through is, the dark, through but dark like side. to make Darkseid proud or something. Also, it's just can like, we talk about can we talk about the, the one the one reference to Darkseid? Which, by the way, Mother Boxes, Parademons, all of this stuff is is Darkseid's yeah. mo. And yeah. it just the only reference up. is one word when he says for Darkseid. For Darkseid, dark and it's side. it's like a whisper as a scene is ending. It's yeah. just yeah, like, yeah. and I'm evil. Also for Darkseid, though, don't forget for <laughs> Darkseid. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, yep. So, so let's keep going. Cyborg, <laughs> and then we have Aquaman, and Aquaman's first scene was. was I it, hear I it's it was, when he go, It's when it Bruce goes. Bruce goes. Yeah. I have a huge Aquaman. issue with this scene. So he goes to find Aquaman. He goes mm-hmm. into a small bar in a local town where he knows that Aquaman helps these people in the dead of winter when they can't find food. I thought it was a church. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> I thought it was. They had like a stage and like a steeple type setup. I don't know. Maybe it was karaoke night. Karaoke <laughs> night at the church. Aquaman's a youth pastor, basically, in this Aquaman's movie. Aquaman's a youth pastor. That's good. Aquaman's That's funny. a youth pastor, is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, in, in this scene, uh, c- c- continue with your... So uh, he, he goes in and he's, he says, I'm looking for his name. What's his name in real life? He doesn't Arthur. say his name at that point. Yeah, he, doesn't, he does. He, doesn't, I don't he just says, says, I'm looking Arthur. for a man that helps you. There's, I know there's a he man that brings you fish. Tide. He brings yeah. Arthur Curry, but he doesn't say hungry. that yet. He, he, yeah, he comes, he brings you fish, and then you see Aquaman. And again, we feel like everybody in the DC universe should look at the eyes yeah. Yeah. and be able to tell, mm, he's weird. I'm thinking weird. Well, also, something over here. Uh, the six foot five giant, full of muscles, <laughs> long black hair tattooed all over the place. Kind of looks like he crawled out of the ocean. It's like, which one of you swims? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll go ahead and get to a dump yeah. on this scene right here, right now, which is... Batman should already know who he is. Yes. Yep. Especially because he's already seen footage of him. We have watched him seen footage that show his face. That's so true. And still, we've already seen that happen. That. And he's still like, which one? And then he turns around and sees like a cave drawing on the inside of this building for some reason. Yeah. He's like, you don't think that. And he, he literally turns and he's like, wait, are you? No. You're the. You're, that's stupid. I'm but, not even going to say yeah. it. But you're on land. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the most confusing let's, thing. Let's even assume best case scenario that we're supposed to watch this and infer that Batman is bluffing or otherwise trying to stay undercover. It's never revealed it's to us. It's still not communicated. No. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, it, and it goes, 
it goes actually very well in the story that they created, which is Batman is not smart. Yeah, Batman's yeah, no. so dumb the, and, in these and movies. He, and he, he's a brawler. He's a fighter, but he is not a detective. He is not no. intellectual. He's constantly behind. Yeah, and well, that and happens that multiple also times in this movie. falls under my super dump. Um, the, my super dump is kind of a large umbrella for this movie, and it's really more just a super dump on the DCEU in general. Was yeah. your super dump not the mustache? No, my super dump is not the mustache. Oh, I thought okay. it was going to be the mustache, but the mustache uh, lack. I'll, I'll, I'll more go like ahead it. and share my super dump so well. that it's a little more understand, <laughs> so it's easier to understand. Okay. Um, so, so for this movie, um, and really just kind of for the DCEU in general, here's my super dump. And it's something that I have thought about a lot with these movies. And this movie really, uh, Justice League specifically, cemented it for me. And, and it is the fact that with a company like Warner Brothers and DC combining together, with the budget that these movies have, with the resources and the people that they have access to, yeah. with, with the skill sets and the writers and the musicians, with the, the graphics artists, with computer engineers, with all these different things and the amount of money in these companies' wallets, there is no excuse on earth for how awful these movies are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There just isn't. There is no reason. I have seen better CGI green screen backgrounds in SNL skits than in parts of this movie. And that is not a joke. Yeah. It's I have rough. seen better looking SNL skits. I have heard better dialogue writing in off brand Disney channel, original movies. Yeah. I have seen better acting. It, it, when, when you have access to the entire DC back catalog and all the grant Morrison was thanked in the credits for this movie. Yeah. He's one of the most prolific Batman writers of modern day. Clearly, he wasn't consulted on this movie <laughs> because it, this was like a DC movie written by somebody who's never seen well, any of these characters even before. If they have Grant's thoughts, yeah, yeah. they're they're not going to make it in the final movie. He had Christopher Nolan producing Man of Steel. We have to remember that. And that Christopher Nolan was credited as an EP on this too. Yeah, no, yes, yeah. no. But he didn't. You know, he didn't touch it. It was yeah. just because he. It was just because he touched the beginning. Yeah, I think so. They, it's just throughout I the whole thing. It's a contract. Right now is I think it's so like, they can say. The producer that brought you yeah. the Dark Knight. It absolutely exactly. is. Yeah. It absolutely oh, is. They would literally be like, the guy who worked the craft service table at Dark Knight, <laughs> he gave them ham. <laughs> he gave ham to, to Christopher Nolan. Well, and I feel like, uh, kind of, you know, to talk about your super dump, I feel like Man of Steel, BVS, and Wonder Woman were the foundational blocks yeah. that they set for this universe. I agree. And this is the first block that they put on top. And said, like, look how cool this block is. And we're going, we're going high. We're going Shazam. We're going Green Lantern. Yeah. Board. We're doing all of these things. And it's just like you set a terrible foundation. Yeah. yeah like I absolutely. Can, I can't yeah. even look up and not see you've made Batman an idiot. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like this movie was like, huh, ready for more Batman. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no not at all. Yeah. Please yeah. give me another one. Please yeah. give me a different one. Yeah. I love Ben Let's Affleck. I love the over. costume. But yeah. you need to you need to fix this foundation. And so they made Wonder Woman. Yeah. Batman. They made, they made Wonder her, Woman everybody. They made her lead the Justice League. Wonder Woman took over everyone's jobs, I think, yeah. in this movie. Yeah. And, and, and again, that's why I say there's so much that can fall under my super dump because the umbrella is so large. But that's another aspect of like they clearly either forgot to add things to Batman and Superman or, in my opinion, in my best bet, is they saw that Wonder Woman being the leader is going to draw the biggest crowd. And I genuinely don't have a problem with flipping things around. If they want to make Wonder Woman the leader of the Justice League for newness sake, that's absolutely fine with me. But don't make Batman an idiot and Superman not inspire as much hope. Yeah. Just like like let her lead with her own skill set that we know she has, that we have seen her possess. Yeah. And just so we don't have to go here anymore, uh, there's a scene where Wonder Woman and Batman, as Diana and Bruce are walking in the park, 
and they're talking about getting cyborg and then you see yes. cyborg in the corner on the tree watching their conversation yes and then diana has a conversation with cyborg via computer and she says i saw you in the i in saw the you forest. by the lake I, yeah. yeah i saw you there that should have been batman <laughs> that, that is 100 percent batman and batman would have been like what yeah what there was a, we, we were yeah. by a lake in, in, yeah. in this universe. Batman is basically uh, Dr. McPunch face. <laughs> like he's just a billionaire who punches things hard. Yeah. They've yeah. taken away everything else that makes him Batman. He is, he is a murdering idiot who punches things. And yep. that is our new Batman. Congratulations. DC. Yeah. <laughs> so let's keep, uh, let's keep our slow and painful crawl through the plot of this. Movie yeah. Because at this point, the movie's been on for about 20 minutes. Yeah. So. And so is the next one, an introduction to the villain and Amazon. Yeah, so let's no. just it, it may let's be blow a, through that. an exercise in futility to try and attack this chronologically. Let's talk it, about it, that. The whole movie was kind of a crawl. Let's talk about that flashback. Um, flashback with, with the Amazons and the Granterns. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! And the Atlanteans. Yeah. So we see uh, we see kind of Steppenwolf's big giant debut on Earth. Um, yeah. And he is fought back by an army of Atlanteans, an army of humans, an army of Amazons. Which, how do we not remember that? And an army of, of <laughs> yeah. Granterns. And how, other how is that not history for us? Yeah. Do they have the yeah. men in black memory erasers? Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. I didn't even think about that. If humans took part. Yeah. yeah how do I we think it was like a, a group of Vikings and that's it. Can we yeah. talk about also how hardcore Lord of the Rings that burying the box scene was, by the yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. Just with the crowns and all. It was just like... Yeah, it's not. It's Aragorn. It's not Aragorn, but like it's basically <laughs> Aragorn. Yeah. Um, so we see this scene, and we get that fun little Easter egg <laughs> to the Grantern Corps, and we all know how subtle Zack Snyder's <laughs> Easter eggs which are. At first, I was like, okay, cool. There's Granterns, but then my thought becomes: when we see Steppenwolf attack again in present day, we know from watching the Ryan Reynolds masterpiece, which that, we loved, which we all loved very much, <laughs> yeah. not just Jordan. Um, <laughs> We know that there's a Granturn whose job is to protect the Earth. Yeah. yeah. And the sector of the galaxy that contains well, the Earth. Well, just because we know what Granturns are, we know that there's a Granturn that protects Where the Earth. Where is that Granturn? When yeah. Doomsday, yeah. when the Kryptonians attacked a Man of Steel, when yeah. Steppenwolf is here in this movie. And not only were there Green Lanterns, or a Green Lantern, there were Green Lanterns yeah. fighting Steppenwolf. There were at least yep. two. There's at least two that we saw, and they were like, yeah. even warriors from other galaxies came to help us. And you're yeah. like, oh, cool. Green Lantern's going to come and have a cameo at the end of this movie, but he's nowhere to be found, yeah. which means there, there's no way they're going to try and You know and what it was? That. No. They can't. Hal was late. Because he's such a bad <laughs> boy. He's such a bad boy. Oh, he's never typical mind. We Hal. Out. Typical Hal. Right. Killed it, Zach. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that, you got, you and got then, us on that one. <laughs> so I don't remember if we cut from that to... to uh, Steppenwolf attacking on Themyscira. But to we might as well box. cut there. But let's talk about that yeah. now. Yeah, so uh, the giant mother box, they're like, it's been dormant for thousands of years, and now it's starting. And so we have all of the Amazons ready. And I like that. They're, like, ready to fight. Yeah, I guess my thing still comes back to, like, an arrow shooting a metal box. Okay, fine. It's true. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that scene had some really cool, like, gymnastics. It had cool action. Yeah. But this is so... I'm going to go ahead and I teased it earlier with a trailer for yeah. my super dump. This is my super dump on this movie is the Amazons as a whole, Wonder Woman in particular. Yeah. The way that they are filmed and the way that they are costumed is so much more overtly sexualized yeah. than it I was in Wonder Woman. That's that. my super. Is it really? Yep. Oh my super gosh. Dump. Hit it right here. Is that? 
It's not my super dump, dump, but I have a very serious yeah. problem with it. It's just a it. super duper dump. Yeah. yeah. The elusive super de duper dump yeah. is yeah. coming. Which is I mean, technically, it kind of does fall under my umbrella, but <laughs> so to be the clear, whole movie does. For brevity's sake, your super movie. dump is the DCEU. <laughs> kind of. Okay. Essentially. Yeah. Just so we're all clear. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, that's like, I couldn't help but notice. And then there's a pretty popular image on the internet of. A, like a group shot of the Amazons from Wonder Woman and a group shot of the Amazons from this movie. Yeah. And in Wonder Woman, they're wearing like full armor and they look like gladiators and warriors and they're they're like beautiful, strong women. And then the Amazons in this movie are wearing like like halter tops Slave and really bikinis. short yeah. skirts. Like from Star like, Wars. When I felt yeah. like Wonder Woman, the movie did well because we talked about it. It, it was empowering. Yeah. yeah. That, I, it could have been more empowering, but it was an empowering yeah. movie. And... It wasn't, come see this movie because look how hot Wonder Woman is. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. No, no, we're not going to sexualize her. Yeah. We're going to show that she's powerful, that she's compassionate, that she has heart, and that she's going to do the right thing. Like yeah. She's going to be the heroine of this movie. And I think Absolutely. that's something this movie really, really did a disservice to Wonder Woman. On. I agree. It's like everything, like it seems like their first priority in, in filming Gal Gadot yeah. and in costuming her was you have to make sure first that she's sexy. Yeah. Second, that she's a compelling character. I agree. And, and honestly, I don't think it's a disservice to Wonder Woman, and I'm sorry to go here, but I think it's a disservice to women because yeah. Yeah. every scene she was in where she was just, she was just uh, Diana, she had massive cleavage showing. Yeah. They sexualized her in multiple scenes. Yeah. And honestly, what that does to the audience is we don't pay attention to what she's saying. Yeah. The average yeah. guy is like, like how it devalues and objectifies her. It objectifies yeah. her. And it not only does it objectify her, it completely smashes everything that they did in Wonder Woman. Yeah. And, uh, and I think the reason that that happened is because Wonder Woman had a female director and a female costume yeah, designer. I agree. And this one had a male director and a male costume designer. Yeah. And I think that that is just something that they're like, well, oh, we want to see, see how hot Wonder Woman me, is. For me, I don't have as much of a problem with Wonder Woman when she's Diana being mm. sexy. Yeah. It, for me, it's more just the idea of like these Amazons, Wonder Woman included, their armor has a purpose, especially yeah. for, for, for the ones that aren't Wonder Woman. They're not invulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. They need armor. And so the fact that they're like unrealistically running around in like early 2000s video game female character level armor yeah. Yeah. is like, really? Yeah. After what we just saw, you're going to do that? Honestly? Yeah. I feel like they didn't know why Wonder Woman did well. Yeah, yeah. I felt like they were like, like they don't know why any of their movies like, do well. Well, they they, they probably right? didn't ask what's her face, Patty, Patty uh, Jenkins. Yeah, they probably didn't ask Patty Jenkins like, hey, how should these costumes look? They're just like, let's just do our own thing. <laughs> yeah, let's just, we got it. We got sexy. That, I think that that's Zack Snyder's favorite sentence to say is, we, we got, got it. it. No, <laughs> we know what we're like, doing. Hey, uh, have you ever thought of maybe not uh, having Superman kill Zod? And he goes, <laughs> we got it. <laughs> I think we can take care of that. Because Nolan's like, so, who's we? And Zach's like, me and me. <laughs> so we are. We are just bogging down in this movie because there's so much to dump on. Yeah, there really Let's is. Let's talk about, so we're about 45, 50 minutes into the movie. Our story can actually begin. We have <laughs> the story of the Justice League versus the Steppenwolf. Sure. Fine. Yeah. So what, take, take us through. Uh, the first scene where they fight The first scene where they fight they, Steppenwolf. They get uh, Barry who says, I'm going to be in the Justice League right away. Like, That's, that scene no, was great. No convincing. That scene yeah. was great. Yeah. Where he meets, he meets uh, Barry Allen for the first time. So it's, it's him uh, Batman, Flash, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. So three of them go to fight Steppenwolf for the first time. Aquaman said, I work alone. Yeah. It's better that I'm alone. Is Cyborg not with them at that point? No. Uh, Cyborg is. He is but with he, them. But he comes. He oh, I'm sorry. You're talking about like in the sewer? 
in yeah. the sewer. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, tracking yeah. with you. Because they don't fight him before that, right? Yeah. I mean, this, no. this, the sewer scene's maybe like an hour an hour into this movie. Yeah, yeah. it is. And, and so it's like the Cy- first thing. Cyborg came into play because uh, they took his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's where that's his That's how they got him. His his they took his dad, Martha. Which I'm cool and with that. They took, yeah, they took dad, Martha. I'm cool with that because we're going to get to Aquaman, and I don't think they had a conviction for Aquaman coming in. Well, my frustration with the Aquaman, the whole Aquaman thing is... First of all, when he says like I work alone, yeah, he never really gives a reason. He's just like he's yeah. just like I work alone and it's better that way. I'm gonna jump in the ocean now. And Batman's like, I did, I did just say it's like a <laughs> like a world threat. And Aquaman's like, see, ya. Aquaman literally says the oceans rise a little bit. It's okay by me. And Batman goes, what if they boil? And he and still goes. Aquaman <laughs> goes, swim, 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 swim. <laughs> and then can we talk about his the scene in Atlantis real quick? Yeah, yes. Sure. So. When Aquaman is uh, on his way to Atlantis, which did they ever really clarify why he's going to Atlantis? Anyway, no. So he goes to Atlantis. There's a mother box in Atlantis, uh, and yeah. It, so they were divided up uh, like the rings at the beginning. Yeah, of the <laughs> really, of the Lord true. of the Rings. Atlantis, uh, Atlantis, Themyscira, and Earth, and Earth. Yep. And so uh, he goes. The, the Atlantis mother box is, is doing the Atlantis mother box is doing its weird thing, uh, about to open up a boom tube for Steppenwolf <laughs> to show up in with some parademons. Uh, which he does. It opens yep. a, uh, the portal from Thor. Yeah. I was about to say, it yeah. looks like... Heimdall the, sends... It does. It, does. it, it, looks, does. Like, it looks exactly like the portals the from Spyro the Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Those little I mean, spirally That's things. kind of what the boom tubes look like, even in, yeah, yeah. in the comics. But... So there is kind of this moment where uh, when Aquaman shows up and... What, is it Mera or Mara? Mera. So Mera is there. Don't even know he why she's in this authoritarily movie. Don't, not knowing if he was correct. Don't know why she's cast in this movie. Um, and look, I got nothing against Amber Heard in general, I guess. But she... <laughs> that was the easiest paycheck anybody's ever made yeah. is her spot in this movie. Because I think that you could have picked a person off the street to do that, that scene. And I don't know. To me, it was confusing to... I think all of the audience, do they know each other? Do they, is this the first time they met? I think it's the first time. I thought they, like, they, initially it seemed I was like, like the first time they maybe met. Maybe it's a Simba Nala thing, like they were friends growing up, but like, no, they've, they've never it met It really seemed right like now. they had never met they before. A, they had a, a two minute scene <laughs> where she so was like, hey, you know, uh, your mom helped with these boxes? And he was like, my mom doesn't care about me. No, 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 no. It was the opposite. <laughs> she, she, he, she goes, you need to help with these boxes. He goes, probably not. She goes, your mom would have done it. He goes, I need one thing. Tried it. That's literally it. That's all it took to convince him. Well, yeah. I, think, I think that that is a a consequence of this movie trying to introduce so many main characters. Yes, they wanted yeah. to have Aquaman be the person that's like, "No, I work alone," and then have some huge plot turn that makes him say, "No, this is serious, and I need to be a part of the team," even though that's not. Who, who does I that am. sound like? Who does "No, I work alone"? Wait, I should work with the team. Sound like there's a character dressed like a bat. He, he punches people. I was gonna say Mister Incredible. <laughs> Mister Incredible. But buddy, like, I home, work buddy. alone. <laughs> you caught me monologuing. <laughs> But I think they, because this movie was already an hour in, and they're like, we got to get Aquaman in this team. <laughs> yeah. Have him have a conversation with somebody who's like, your mom would have done it. And he's like, nah. <laughs> Which, right. again, moms. It, if it doesn't just all boil down to moms, I don't know <laughs> what I else think, to tell you. I think we're going to touch on that later when we get to my super pump. Oh, We're going to talk about moms and their influence on these <laughs> Moms and maybe either moms of moms, but yes. we'll get there. So uh, <laughs> at this point, Aquaman hasn't decided that he's coming back yet, and... They have a scene where Steppenwolf has uh, kidnapped several humans who he believes has access to where their mother box is hidden. Yeah. So he's interrogating yeah. them. One I by assume one. because of Cyborg. Yes. yes. Yeah. I think they're all part of that. Because lab. the mother yeah. box is because on they all work the, for Star Labs. On the yeah. crashed Kryptonian ship. Yeah. So uh, in that scene, Cyborg. 
comes to rescue his dad, Flash is the first time that he really just realizes one. he's a hero. Yeah, I thought that was person. cool. I thought it was I cool that. too. Yeah. I, what I wanted him to say, and, and it's okay, but I think it would have been more powerful if he kind of said, because he was like, just save one, and then you'll know what to do. I wish, yeah, he had I, been like, like I wish he'd been like, just save one, and then go save another, and I then would, go save another. I like, was really waiting for, because Batman says, just save one, and then Barry says, what next? Batman says, you'll know what to do. Infinitely more powerful if Batman says... Barry says, "What next?" And Batman says, "Do it again." Yep, that's what I was wanting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like or, save or another. He says, "Now what?" After he saves one person, and he says the same thing. Yeah, save just one. save one. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so they we have that scene, and I don't know how much you want to park in this scene. It's they're fighting the Parademons, they're fighting Steppenwolf, Wonder Woman. They're kind of operating as a team, but you can still tell that they're not. Overall, I thought it was actually a pretty cool action sequence. It so was, I, but I it, it suffered from a lot of the same things that the Suicide Squad action sequences were, which is that it happened until it didn't. Yeah, well, there and it was like a lot of, of like one-at-a-time fighting, like video yeah. game boss style. Well, and to me, there was a few scenes where we've talked about like powers are kind of picky and choosy when we yeah. have them and when we don't, because there's a scene where uh, everything is getting flooded and they're rising up and... Batman, Flash, and Wonder Woman are holding on to this the gigantic night, the tank. Nightcrawler yeah. or whatever it's called. And they're just waiting. And I'm like, wait, doesn't doesn't Wonder Woman have like super jump? Yeah. Yeah. Can she and not super strength? Jump, she can literally just climb up, pull them up, and then yeah, jump up with them. Why can't she do that thing and where Cyborg she has the boosters? Remember when she punched boosters. the walls yeah. to get the to get the sword? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, Wonder and, Woman? and Flash uh could run up the wall. Yeah. So like in in two point two seconds they're out. That, that's was, fair, right? but even still, between Cyborg and Wonder Woman, each it's, grab one and go. True. And, and that's the that's the just thing, grab I think. one. <laughs> just the, grab these one. powers are plot dependent, and in that in that scene, we needed to feel like, oh my gosh, are they going to make it out? Yeah. yeah. And so the powers these characters down. that you and just met an hour ago, unfortunately, you've got to care about. and and maybe this is just me, but the moment they were like, "What's above us again?" and I was like, "Gotham Bay." I was like, "No, so Aquaman." Aquaman say, <laughs> like, yeah, obviously, the that's the only option here. So Aquaman and, parts the parts the Gotham Sea like Moses. And I'll, I'll pump on Aquaman's individual scenes. Yeah. You know, we, if Zack Snyder can do one thing right, it's make a moment. Yeah. He has yeah. three really cool moments. Yeah. We saw them all in the trailer. Yeah, so we did, actually. That's, a, that's okay. But uh, he did have some really cool, artistic, beautiful moments where when that wave crashed and he's just standing there, I was like, that's that was super That was cool. Dope. Yeah. I very much liked it. Yeah. So... Let's move on from this sewer scene. Yeah, they please. They get their justice butts handed to them True. by Steppenwolf. <laughs> and so they realize that they yeah. have to Steppenwolf. resurrect Superman, Superman. Yeah. using yep. the power of a mother box. I don't – also, their line from A to B was so blurry for I me know. there. That was, it was the just most like, incredible like, logic leap. Mother box. Mother box. Can you control life? When things, are, when things are dead, they don't have life. If we wanted to give a dead thing to life for it, the Superman is dead. And it was like, let's get it. Yeah. It made just no sense to me at all. Well, in 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 this scene is uh, my super pump. Really? Yep. Really? And I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I'll tell Please you why, baby tell birds. Me why. I'll feed you. <laughs> um, so in this scene, uh, Wonder Woman tells Batman, "You have to move on." Yeah. Yeah. And then he comes back to Wonder Woman and says, "You're telling me to move on." What about Steve Trevor? Yeah. yeah. And then Did your she boyfriend tell you that? Him. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh shoot. Yeah. And he was like. And then he, and, and this is my super pump. He says, Superman was a symbol of hope. How come I've never heard of you? You've been around for thousands of years. How come you haven't inspired somebody? They did kind of indri- it's address. Because yeah. You haven't moved on. So don't dare tell me, excuse me if I'm not moving on. Something yeah. that happened in my one lifetime. You've been around for thousands of years and you haven't moved on. And I was like, 
that that is called a scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is not a moment. That that was equivalent to me uh, of uh, Age of Ultron when Captain America and Iron Man had that that discussion with yeah. cutting the cutting the wood. Cutting the wood. Yeah. That was a scene. Yeah. That not only gave emotional, just like passion, yeah. but also character development. You understood where they're coming from. Yeah. It created friction, which you need in this movie. And, and, yeah, and not, absolutely. not fighting friction, yeah. but emotional friction. Right. And it services and the current narrative, scene. the current narrative and the the meta narrative of the whole universe. Right. Yeah. It, it was that was very well done. So that was my super pump for the movie. Yeah. Because yeah. that scene, I was like, they finally did a scene. Yeah. A scene that had character development mm-hmm. and that I was actually invested in. Yeah. I thought I, when you said that it reminded you of something, I thought you were gonna say it reminded you of the oh, oh, fire ultra. <laughs> I'll file you. I'll file you. I'll file you. I'll file you. Playing with a ruby to size. I'll file you. Tangerine. So let's skip ahead to please the resurrection of Superman. Actually, let's take a quick pit stop in Russia where Steppenwolf sets up shop. Why? Well, that's really to service kind of the overseas market. When released globally, this movie was called Justice League colon one Russian family's very, very bad day. <laughs> um, and so that's where we get that kind of international title. It's got to play well to global markets. It can't, I mean, Justice League alone is not going to sell tickets. But if it's called Justice League, one Russian family's very, very bad day. Then I bought people into that. Everywhere. I was like, I was like, oh, Dutch knows something I don't know about this. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That made me sweaty. So that kind of like, I get that we're like trying to humanize and empathize with like the ground level mortals, but like, <laughs> Overall, that just sucks for that that family. You know? I think they just had to pick a wide open space so that Steppenwolf could destroy something without really destroying anything. Yeah. Sokovia. They needed, yeah. they needed Sokovia. It yeah. was it was Sokovia. They needed to sh- set up shop somewhere somewhere in, in Eastern Europe. Europe. <laughs> Americans don't care about. Like, what's that? <laughs> I've never heard of Russia. <laughs> but yeah, so we meet that Russian family, and we we kind of come back to that Russian well a couple yeah. of times. But now we're resurrecting Superman. Yeah. yeah. And Flash has to run from, he has to energize the mother box at the exact moment it touches the amniotic fluid. I dug it. I thought that was really that was cool. Yep. I that thought was, that was dope. Yeah, I was really cool. liked that. It was very comic booky. I was yeah. just like, and I had a moment where I was like, he might not hit this in time. Yeah. And I think it was the honestly the one scene in the movie where I was like, ooh, let's get it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I love that after he touched it, he then went bonkers and like ran into the wall. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. I thought was so great. perfect. I yeah. love that. I agree. I think it is. I think that is by far the most like comic booky scene that DC maybe has ever given us. But I loved it. I didn't know yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. Well, and so they they he hits it. Electrocution happens, and then you see Superman's eyes. You zoom in, and then his eyes open, and he flies up shirtless. Yeah. Thank God for for <laughs> just He's shirtless for, for a while. Yep. And I kept having that thought every time it would cut back to a scene with him. I'd be like, <laughs> still not wearing. Well, and he was in a suit, and only the top part was ripped off. Yeah, yeah. But I he dug just it. exploded <laughs> out of his shirt. But so was Superman. <laughs> Superman does the thing that DC seems to be convinced will make him interesting, which is wakes up angry and confused, and, and then goes crazy, punches other. Well, and here's the thing. Here's two things that I'm going to dump on in this scene. One, this brought nothing but confusion to BVS when the dirt float yeah. at the end of BVS. Because he was definitively dead. He was actually dead. dead. He was actually that, dead. that dirt float at the end was like, was like, oh, he's Ooh. alive, he's tricking us. Is no, he, he was actually or, or, or genuinely does dead. He, does he have some 
resurrection type power internally within yeah. him where he can nope. come back. No. So they just they gave us that to be like he's coming back and yeah, forget about the dirt float. Uh, we're gonna do it makes no sense. We're gonna do something yeah. with these mother boxes. Oh so my god, that made no sense. Yeah, he wakes up angry, which I can kind of get that he wakes up confused. But in that fight scene, he has that conversation with Batman where he's like angry at Batman. He's like, let me tell you, let me ask you something. Do you bleed? And my question is, why is he mad at Batman? Yeah, well, if knows. you remember the specific line of "Do you bleed?" Wouldn't you remember everything else that also yeah, happened yeah, as well? Saved your Martha. He he doesn't wake up with his mind wiped. He wakes up remembering the things that happened in BVS. And at the end of BVS, he decides to sacrifice himself, and then he wakes up mad at Batman that he for did some that. reason. Yeah. And yeah. when 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 Superman looked at Batman and said, "Do you bleed?" My eyes rolled so hard and so far back that I saw what I ate for dinner that night. Did I, did you catch, I leaned yeah. over and like elbowed you yeah. real hard on the ribs and was like, do you bleed, do you bleed, do you bleed? And yeah. Superman goes, do you bleed? Yep. Yeah. It, it, it was awful. It was just, it didn't make I, sense. I, I did I not, I I not care for that. Like, <laughs> but then I will give a dump on, or sorry, a pump on the scene where uh, the flash runs around yep. to save the day and he's running in slow motion and, and then Superman. you see Superman's eyes and you're in Flash's face like, Oh, oh shoot. no! Yeah. yeah, he can come as fast as me. Oh yeah, that was the best. No, I, loved so, I loved that scene. That's, That's a great. huge pun. And then that, that returns. There's an excellent callback to that when we again we meet up with our good Russian friends and Batman and Flash race to save them. That was wonderful. And even, even Superman, but that's okay. Yeah, Superman and Flash. I'm sorry, <laughs> race to save them, and yeah, that was great. Yeah. And when they and split then, off, that was dope. Even that first that first uh, credit scene where yeah. they're racing uh, to the Pacific Coast. Very, that was cool. It, it, it was awesome. And that's typical I love that. Book. I, mean, I love that. Raced in, in so many. I love that. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna pump to that. That was great. That three beat. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, well, I think I think Zack Schneider is such a comic book fan. There are so many things that happen in the comic books that he will allude to or he will you know keep keep great but then obviously there's certain plot points he completely takes away and i think it's because he can't pick just one yeah i think he's just like i like this plot point and this plot point and this plot point and i'll combine them maybe not fully realizing that they're in separate stories for a reason yeah yeah there's a purpose behind that yeah, yeah. For example, you can't have Granterns in your flashback if you don't have a Granturn in your current yeah there's yeah. got to be some sort of continuity there yeah yeah so Superman's resurrected. Uh, he's angry. He punches a whole bunch of heroes. He has a, a pretty brutal fight with a Wonder Woman at this point. Ooh, headbutt yeah. fight. Headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> they headbutted back and forth four times. Yeah. It drove me crazy. <laughs> it was and, annoying. I will say this. For this whole fight scene, with, like with everybody Superman like in front of the statues, if you throw it on mute, it looked awesome. Yeah, it looked real cool. Yeah. yeah. And Cavill's mustache was gone, like actually gone. Because not CGI'd that, gone that, that was that always planned to be part of yeah. the movie. So they shot that when they shot the rest of the movie. And yeah. I did like, um, it illustrates character growth in Batman when his plan to bring out the big guns this time, like when he first said that, when he was like, what if your plan fails? I thought it was kryptonite. Yeah. I, thought it was kryptonite. Yeah, I did sure. too. And I loved that it was Lois. Yeah. I was actually caught off guard by that. Yeah. I will say, was I was good. fully yeah. expecting was Alfred to like, the, for the Batwing to fly overhead and just like <laughs> drop a kryptonite. Yeah, like yeah. rain down. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I, Lois like got out, Lois. I was like, okay, so dope. then he sees Lois and she, she says, let's go. They and she, well, but first she says, Clark, 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 really loudly in front of a whole bunch of cops and like everybody <laughs> yeah. else. So seriously, she's like, Clark, Clarperman, Clarperman. Yeah. That's what I call him. Soup, soup, so that's a, that's a dumb for me. <laughs> yeah. Lois was dumb there. Well, they, and she, she says, uh, or once, once they take off and fly the first words out of her mouth when they land, you guys remember this? Uh-huh. What was it? You smell good. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. You smell good. That was dumb. <laughs> and I think, I think there's no way that Zack Snyder wasn't like, oh, people are going to melt. 
well, people was, love romantic smells. That's like a dump for me is that the moment to moment dialogue in this movie in particular, but all move all the DC movies is pretty terrible. Yeah. yeah. This movie did the the Marvel thing, which works for Marvel. It doesn't quite work when DC blatantly copies the like say a joke and then hold for laughs and then continue with yeah, the story. It really like there were so yeah. many times when the movie was accelerating and then it just like they pumped the brakes for a second, like, hey, laugh at what we just said. Okay, now let's go again. Well, and I, I think I would even say that this movie genuine and I think we kind of touched on it a little bit, but this movie really felt like DC was like, how do we make Avengers money, Avengers box office numbers without putting in the work to get to our Avengers? Yeah. yeah. Without building I feel like the that's, stepping that's blocks. The DCEU yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. One okay. so then he uh that he flies Lois to their old farmhouse. Yeah. And then she says, I called your mom. And he says, oh, thank you so much. Here we go. And then her mom Here comes. We go. And then Jordan we lost go. his We're getting mind. to my super pump. So <laughs> I've already used my super pump, and I feel a little bad for having already used okay, it so I'll, early in the movie. I'll super pump in memoriam. But I will say this. This wasn't even a comedy movie, and I laughed harder at this one scene than I have laughed in a long, long yeah. time. Yep. A long time. <laughs> And it wasn't purposely. It was not intentionally funny. <laughs> and I felt Tell bad. Him. I was with, you want me to say it? Tell him what it is. So there's a moment <laughs> when uh, Mrs. Kent asks Martha. Clark. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should use her, her given <laughs> yeah. name. Her given Martha. Christian name. <laughs> when Martha says, what is it? Are you you? Are yeah. you really you? Is it really you? Is it, it really yeah, you, Is son? it really you? <laughs> And Clark responds, yes, I'm really Meemaw. <laughs> because obviously mothers play such a huge role in this cinematic universe. And Clark <laughs> is like the mother of all mothers. They're trying for him to say, like, I'm really, like, I'm really from, me, like mom. I'm from really Kansas. me, comma, ma. ma. But it just comes out, yes, I'm really Meemaw. So... <laughs> That is my super pump for this movie. That we it's have just Mima. That we have Mima of Steel joining the Justice League. I think that is the single greatest cinematic treasure of my lifetime. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So we kind of go sweating. through like this 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 particular element of the plot, but the plot in general really feels like just like, okay, we've got to check all these boxes so they can all get together and fight Steppenwolf yeah. at the end. Yeah. So now let's talk about <sighs> that final fight with Steppenwolf. So yeah. right before we go there, uh, I will give a pump to the scene where Aquaman is like being really honest with, man, you know, we don't know if he's working for the bad guy. Man, you're really beautiful. I just feel like I've been a strange, alone in my whole life and I need to be personally bigger than myself. And then you look and Wonder Woman has the lasso around. That was, that was really funny. That was good. That was great. I'll pump that scene for sure. I like I that. I loved that. And then he was like, if you tell anybody, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. definitely pump that so, scene and for then, sure. And, and that's them going to this final battle scene where they almost set it up to where like, we might not get out of this one alive. Yeah. Yeah. So then they so go Batman's, to Sokovia. Batman's plan is to use the siren sound that he found out the parademons hate. Blast it from his car speakers and... End of plan. Question mark. Have them chase him so that he can set a... Buy time for... For the civilians to leave, I think. Or was it to buy time for for Cyborg to separate the mother For the real superheroes to get to work. I think it was for this. I think it was for the other ones to have civilians. actually, and I haven't even thought about this until you just said that sentence. I think that's another huge problem with this. This entire series, but especially this movie, really, really treated Batman as though it was like, all right, step aside, squishy man, and let the real superheroes do their thing. When in reality, that should not be the case at all. And I'm I'm not just saying that because Batman is my favorite character, which he is, but just 
the heart of, I mean, you might as well at this point just be like, hey, Spider-Man, you ride this hoverboard through New York. That's how you get around now. Yeah. You don't swing from webs anymore, but you're still Spider-Man. Definitively not. Batman. Yeah, it just isn't. At this point, choose a different character. Batman is the squishy one in the Justice League. Yes. But he's the most essential because all of the plans that they have to save the world start with Batman. Yeah. And he even says like in, uh, I think it's Justice League War, or maybe it's uh, Doom. He's like, we need Superman. Yeah. He's the big gun. Yeah. But he's the big but gun Batman's in the, the brain. I create. Yeah. Batman's the brain. Yeah. But in this, he's just he's a bat. Not. Seriously. And so he's, this, he's honestly, it, to quote this movie, he's just rich. Yeah. That, yeah. That's who that's he is it, in this that, movie. And, yeah. and, and that's, first of all, my least favorite line in, that, in the whole movie. Oh, my least favorite line was after Superman pushes him and then we get that cut to Batman and it's just the one scene where he's laying on the ground trying to move his leg and he's oh, like, yeah. oh, some, something, some, oh. Something's definitely bleeding. Oh, by the way, also, <laughs> in this movie, I really did land on this. Hate the voice changer. Really? Yeah. Hate it. I kind of like it. H- absolutely hate it. I think, I think cool. it makes it so easy to disassociate Batman as a person and just be like, here's this thing. And I would just rather it be Ben Affleck being growly. Honestly, I never thought I would say I missed the Christian Bale. Like, that's your big hockey bats. Yeah. But like, I do. I, I think I like the voice. I would changer. have gone with voice changer. I think they could have done a better voice changer. Just put Kevin Conroy's voice in instead. Yes, I yeah. think I think so too. Honestly, it's worth Why not? it's worth the the months of training for yeah. lip dubbing. Yeah, I yeah. agree. To get Kevin Conroy's. All voice right, so let's go ahead and uh, uh, blow through to the end of this. All right, so big green screen. Everything in the movie is yeah. green screen at this final fight scene. They're in a giant red. Uh, cloud that yeah. Steppenwolf has created mm-hmm. and uh, they start to work as a team for the first time they have a couple cool scenes where they come and team up Aquaman on Batman's yep. uh, Batmobile and Wonder Woman saving Batman with a pair of demons Flash <laughs> saving uh, people Superman saving people and then having one like kind of final fight scene uh, at the end which by the way I was so underwhelmed by yeah yeah, it was, it was pretty underwhelming. Yeah, and I will say, so to no one's surprise, they succeed. They separate them other boxes. Uh, Steppenwolf feel, fear, feels fear mm. and is uh, devoured by parademons as he's sucked up in the boom tube. And then Superman and Cyborg have some really just like out of character and weird gallows humor. Yeah. Where, they, yeah. where Superman says, I take it back. I wish I was dead. And Cyborg for the first time, like exhibits a personality. Any says, emotion whatsoever. Says, I can't feel my toes. I don't even understand the physics of how I can't feel my toes, which first of all is not the obvious joke. The and obvious also that wouldn't is, be physics. The obvious joke is I don't have toes. I don't even have toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also that, that would not be physics. That's yeah. biology or not. Like that's so, not physics. <laughs> that humor <laughs> but, fell completely but flat. But then they do that and basically the entire cast goes, <laughs> you guys. Good joke. Great yeah. joke. And then Wonder Woman delivers the zinger children. I work, I work with, with children, children, which I was, full I, I circle was hated it. No. I was fine with and it. here's why I hated it. They did not earn the moment of like, this is my job. This is what I do. I've been with these people long enough for this to it's be true. considered my work. Yeah. Ha ha. I work with children. Laugh track. Roll credits. Let's get well, out of here. Yeah. They did not. Justice League was filmed in front of a live studio audience. This entire movie is was working both figuratively and literally, I think, working towards a victory that was never earned or paid for. It yeah. was like this movie was both in fighting Steppenwolf, but also in like creating a family bond between the Justice well, League. It, it almost felt like it almost felt like the movie we really want to make is Justice League Two, and we recognize we should have made <laughs> solo movies. So we're just going to just cram this in first. Out this turd Absolutely. real quick. Yeah. Well, I think if there's one thing we've realized in the DCEU 
people become family a lot quicker. That's true. In these movies. That's, That's true. This is the second movie to end with a giant fight and then be like, no, we're friends now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and a, a small dump, uh, they have that scene where they're looking over at the battlefield and they're like, nailed it. And then like, Alien flowers Alien start flowers to grow. Start growing, and I yeah. was confused why. I think yeah. we all were. The whole world, especially that Russian family. I we'll have to stay tuned confused. for the sequel. One Russian family's very, very good day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we could spend all day talking about um, just this CGI nightmare that was the final battle. Yeah, but yeah. let's, I mean, we've established plenty of time. If you've watched more than just this episode, the CGI is obviously a problem. We know this. Yeah. So um, let's talk about the very end and then let's close up. So varied in the movie after they have the final fight scene, uh, what comes? Right is that after when that? almost nothing? That well, that the only notable scene really after that final fight is Clark and Lois moving back into that farmhouse. Uh-huh. They, they uh, Bruce and Wayne then, buys the bank. Yeah, Clark says, "Bruce can't thank you enough for what you did." What and is it that you did? Did you buy the house? And Bruce goes, "I bought the bank." Ha ha! Very funny. He's rich. Get it? But yeah. also, <laughs> they never address. No one can know that Clark's alive. Yeah, because yeah. if if people ever piece together like. So Clark, Clark died and Superman also died, but then Clark and Superman both came back at the same... No, which, which, you don't which, think. In the theater, I thought they, if, if they're going to do it logically, Clark can't come back. Yeah, You're right. he can't. And they just stripped us of a core character of Superman, yeah. Yeah. which is Clark he plays both Clark worlds. Yeah. And now well, he can is, only is be Superman. Is he, though? So the very, there's a kind of a closing montage in this movie of Lois... Uh, she's doing a voiceover. She's writing a, th- a, a story for the planet about how yeah. heroes inspire hope and all of this stuff. Yeah. And so we get like little closing shots of everybody landing their arc. Yeah. Um, so it kind of mirrors the beginning of the movie. And then the last shot is Superman in classic like Clark Kent, big tan yeah. duster coat, white shirt, black tie. Glasses. And then glasses. And then we get and the wiggle mustache. And wiggle stash. We get the final shot of him. <laughs> Opening his shirt to reveal the S, and he flies off. Which I liked. Which I did love. Wiggle stash aside. But it was aside. so abrupt. It was very abrupt. But is he Clark at that moment? That's yeah. what is I don't Clark? understand. Is Clark Because if he, if he walks back into the, the Daily, Daily Planet, Planet and is like, hey, I'm back from my job, and they're not like, zombie! And like, yeah. try and like kill him. Well, I don't Speaking of the Daily people. Planet, I have some very sad news to report to you guys. I know. Exactly. Perry White not in this is not in this film. Get out of town. And here is why. Oh, is there a real reason behind this? Wait, are you being serious? Is this another no, this is Russian not- orphans <laughs> very, very bad there? No, this is a real, a real thing. Don't they said, it. Lawrence Fishburne, please be in the movie. And he said, no. Oh, no. Honestly, I say good for him. <laughs> yeah. That's my personal opinion, but I yeah. say good for him. Get out. So we've touched Justice League and that rangy bell, which parademons hate, that we just heard on Jordan's phone, means that it's time for us to rate this movie. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll go over real quick. Have we all given super pumps and super dumps? Yep. Yes. Okay. So uh, here at Two Chunks and a Hunk, obviously, we have our scientific cinema scale. Um, this is the scale that we have created using deep, deep, deep laboratory technology. Yeah, the market <laughs> analytics have um, come back. And- to allow us to accurately and perfectly, by the way, rate these yeah. movies. Yes. Yep, yep, um, yep. And so once again, I feel the need to say that these opinions represent Two Chunks and a Hunk only and not Alamo Draft House in any way. Here we go. Here's Except a sign. You know what we mean. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. Here's the scientific cinema scale in its entirety. The best thing we can possibly say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy that poster. Right underneath that, 
It's going to be, just buy it. Just get it. Yeah. Get your hands on it. Deserve it. Right underneath that, rent it. Mm. You can drop a couple bucks on it. It's worth it. You know what I mean? Come on. Underneath that, stream it. Do it. Don't spend extra money. Please. Please do not do that. But if you already pay for streaming services, go, go ahead and do it. it. Yeah. Right underneath that is forget it. Forget that it. just means you're going to be better off if you forget and pretend this movie never existed. Didn't happen. And then underneath that, the worst thing we could possibly say about any movie God hath forsaken us. So, uh, so yeah, that's our scientific cinema scale. Uh, it is perfect. It's flawless, so we don't want to hear anything about it. But, uh, <laughs> Doge, why don't you go ahead and hit us with your rating for this movie? Okay. Before I rate, I need to preface. When I purchased tickets for my showing at the wonderful, wonderful establishment called Alamo Draft House, um, I received an offer in my email mm. and said, click this button and you get a free Justice League poster. And I said, I will wait, and if I honestly rate this movie, own it, don't lend it, buy that poster, I will get that free poster. <laughs> and poster printers, you don't get me today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did not like this movie that much. I would say maybe stream it if you're feeling adventurous. So stream it asterisk is okay. what I rate this movie. Fair enough. Uh, I enjoyed myself while I was watching it. Um, but I think the only way to continue enjoying myself would be to stop thinking about the movie that I just watched. So stream it. Fair enough. Here's what I'm going to say. Okay. Because there's two things I need to t- tell you about this movie first okay. that are not necessarily about this movie, but about this world. One, uh, in 2015, Zack Snyder tweeted a picture of Aquaman, the first one we've ever been given, and it said, Unite the Seven. Yeah. Here's my question. Who's the seventh person? There's six people in this Justice League, and we haven't seen any of that marketing. Hey, and, here it is. Here and it is. if it means unite the seven seas, if it does, what is he going to He's going to make one ocean? Is he just <laughs> going to make one ocean. giant ocean? Here's, here's I think here, here's what it is. Yeah. Batman, yeah. Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Flash, Aquaman, Mima. <laughs> Here's what I think actually happened. I think they were like unite the seven, which is which is a, a very famous tagline for Justice League. Yeah, because yeah, cool. there's seven people. It should be Green Lantern. Uh, it says unite the seven, and I think someone in the studio said, <laughs> one, two, three, four, six, guys, we six. messed. Uh, one, oh, two, three, four. Oh, Zach, 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 Zach. Pull it, pull it, pull it, pull it. And they had to rip everything. They spent thousands of dollars. I like to imagine that, that Zach was just like, hey, DC studio, please just send me a picture of Aquaman. I only want to tweet the picture. And then he got it and he was like, let me take it in. He put it, he put it in the, like, the, me, the meme maker yes. thing. And then the second thing is if you go back and you watch our, I believe it's uh, Man of Steel. No, I think it was BVS uh, episode. Great episode. Um, <laughs> Want to give a shout out if to those guys. If we do say so. Uh, and we talked about how Zack Snyder's favorite thing is to have cameos, Easter eggs, and they're not real Easter eggs. They're just things that are in the movie. And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, by the way, did mm-hmm. you catch that? That was Flash. Oh, yeah. that guy? Oh, that was Jimmy Olsen. And like, no, it wasn't. And we made a joke. <laughs> we did make a, a joke. joke. That the two whales in Man of Steel, that was Aquaman. They said... You got it, Chunkies. That's exactly what <laughs> they, happened. They literally out to confirmed us via that. email. They called me and said, you, your show is exactly right. You know, in every story, there's some truth and some lie. What Doge said is the lie part of it. But they did confirm yeah. those two Jason genuinely yep. that that was Aquaman Boo. saving Superman. Into that, I say, <laughs> So, David, what do you rate so this rate particular this film? A, I'm going to give it a stream it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I thought Man of Steel was better. I thought Wonder Woman was way better. Okay. Um, 
I think it's probably right there with BVS for me. I think if it's on Netflix, I'll probably fast forward a lot, get to the scenes I like, but yeah. I'm not going to rent it. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. I'm going to wait for this thing to hit. I've spent Netflix. enough of my American dollars on this. <laughs> <laughs> sure. hard-earned American dollars. Well, for me, uh, it's kind of tough to rate it officially just because I, I almost feel like I fall between two, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and say this. My official rating is forget it. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my stance. This movie, especially if you are a DC fan, just forget this movie exists. With one caveat, forget it exists after you watch it once. Yeah, like see it once only because it's cool to see these characters on screen together. Yeah, it 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 did ignite a sense of like ooh, seeing like all of them live the action League, on yeah. screen. Yeah, but I, I watch it one time, then ultimately I think forget it other yeah. than the, the feeling it gave you when you saw them together. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, for, for me, just to give final thoughts right before we wrap up and, and finish, um, again, I, I think that this movie falls victim to what the whole DCEU has, which is an abundance of resources and absolutely zero excuse to be as poorly done as it is. Yeah. Um, with, with the resources available to Warner Brothers and DC, these movies – should I mean they really should be the greatest things we've ever seen? Yeah. We should be losing. They should be Star Wars quality, genuinely. Um, and so it's just frustrating. And then uh, just specifically for this movie, it really did just feel like a victory um, that was never earned or uh, bought in any way. And yeah. so um, obviously, you know, if you like the movie, like the movie. That's why yeah. opinions are cool because I can dislike it and you can love it. But uh, for me, this, I went in with low expectations and somehow I still left this movie very disappointed. Yeah. yeah. When, and I think for me, it's so hard because they're going to continue to make these movies yeah. and the foundation is so poor that yeah. even if there's a great, you know, I know Batgirl is going to be great if Joss Whedon yeah, really does have that true. control. But it's like, but it's a, it, again, it's the 10th block on a tower where I hate the rest of the foundation. <laughs> yeah. So it's that's like, true. Okay, that's a great you're gonna way of putting a, it. You're going to give me a good movie on a, on a system that I hate. Yeah. Yeah. So that's well, my final thought. That's it guys. That's justice. Like I don't have any final thoughts yeah. other than the post credit scene reminded me why I hate Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor while simultaneously exciting me for Deathstroke. Yeah. Yeah. That, Deathstroke did look amazing. I want to pump yeah. on Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, before we wrap up, I do want to say uh, thank you to Seth Pittman for hashtagging official chunky on official social chunky, media. Chunky we appreciate that, Seth. Uh, and then on top of that, we want to say a huge, huge, huge thank you to two very special people. Number one is our good friend Adam Stout, who has been uh, He's right over engineering here to my right. our sound for Adam. this entire recording uh, to make sure everything runs yeah. smooth while we're here live so we want to say thank you to adam for that he's been a huge huge help a massive chunk head from the very beginning we love you adam <laughs> thank you so much uh and then also one final time we want to say an enormous thank you to alamo draft house for yeah. allowing us to come film in their bathroom and lobby thanks for being yeah. so <laughs> yeah thanks uh our chunky hearts go out to you guys yep. and so uh we hugely appreciate it cool. uh make sure you check out uh next week the week after this comes out we are starting our christmas yeah. uh, kind of series of videos uh, and we're starting right out of the gate Santa. the santa claus starring tim Ooh. allen with uh three three minisodes for christmas so you are not gonna want to miss that um but anyway uh you're not gonna want to chris miss that chris kringle miss anyway we're that's alamo we're pretty much done though so okay for two chunks and a hunk I'm Jordan. I'm Doge. And I'm David. Stop watching. Boom.
Stay chunky. Stay stay chow girl. Stay a chow girl. Make like Campbell's soup. Uh, and if you want to go to Daddy's Home 2, Daddy's Home 2, Daddy's home two, two in Theater 7. Alamo Draft House in Theater right 7. At your, find at your local Alamo, call 1-800-ALAMO for your local <laughs> Alamo Draft House. Well, the official theater of Two Chunks and a Hunk. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey, the show just ended, so if you're still listening, thanks so much. But also... Why are you still here? <laughs> it's over. Go home. But while we have you here, if you want to shout out our next episode, then post about us on social media. Hashtag official chunky. That's C-H-U-N-K-Y. And with this knowledge, you, you too can fly. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.